And to Jesus be the glory and the praise and the honor. And thank you for being with me today. It's going to be glorious today because I'm going to show you scriptures about the Lord from the Old Testament. And the reason is because people today are questioning the Bible, and especially a lot of young people that just don't know the Old Testament and the blessed beauty of Scripture. So thank you for being with me. I'm so glad you've joined me today. I pray the Lord will really use this to bless you, strengthen you, and use you to bless others. Lord, we thank you for your word. To you belongs the glory, honor, and praise. And God's people said, Amen. All right, we're going to start with the Lord in the Psalms. Now, there's look, there's 332 prophecies in the Old Testament that are powerful and detailed prophecies that were fulfilled in details in the life of Jesus when he came to earth the first time. So think about 332 prophecies. I'm going to give you some of them, not all of them, on this program, just to show you how amazing the Bible really is and what a mighty God we serve. So in Psalm 22, verse 1, very familiar, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Why art thou so far from helping me? From the words of my Lord. Now, now, this is in the Old Testament, and we see the fulfillment in Matthew 27, verse 46. I've been wanting to do this for a long time because, you know, the more I travel, I've just come back again from another trip, the more I hear how people just don't read the Bible. And it's like, I'm, I'm baffled. <laughs> you know, I come from the, from the old school where we knew the scriptures. We grew up listening to the Bible, believing the Bible. And I'm hoping that this teaching today will cause more hunger in somebody who needs it, you know, to get to know the Word of God. Matthew 27, 46 says, And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice, saying, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, that is to say, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? You know, it's really amazing to me how David would write these words hundreds of years before they took place, and here the Lord on the cross fulfilled it in such amazing details. Or like Psalm 22, 6 through 8, but I'm a worm and no man, reproach of men and despise of the people. All they that see me laugh me to scorn. They shoot out the lip, they shake the head, saying, he trusted on the Lord that he would, he would deliver him. Let him deliver him, seeing he delighteth in him. Now, you know, it's so. Uh, think about the chances of, these, uh, of, of this being fulfilled, humanly speaking. No way. And I'm, you know, there are so many prophecies in the Bible. In fact, there's 2,500 of them altogether. But here are 332 just about the first coming of the Lord. So Matthew 27, beginning at verse 39, is the of the fulfillment of what I just read. And they that passed by reviled him, waging uh, their, their heads, saying, Thou that destroyest the temple and buildest, it, and buildest it in three days, save thyself if thou be the Son of God. Come down from the cross. Likewise, also the chief priests mocking him and the scribes and elders said, He saved others himself, he cannot save. You know, fulfilling exactly the Psalms. Or this is a very remarkable one to me. 
And that is, again, there's so much on the Psalms, and Psalm 22 is so amazing to me. Psalm 22, 14 and 16, I am poured out like water. My bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax. It's melted in the midst of my bowels. My strength is dried up like a potsherd. My tongue cleaves to my jaws, and you have brought me into the dust of my uh, into the dust of death. For dogs have come past me about. The assembly of the wicked have enclosed me. They, they pierced my hands and my feet. I may tell all my bones. Wow. This could not be David speaking about himself because he was not crucified to the cross. This is the son of almighty God. The Lord has shown us through his word over and over again that the Bible is his blessed word. And so it says in Matthew 27, 33, and when they were come unto a place called Golgotha, that is to say a place of a skull, they gave him vinegar to drink mingled with gall. And when, when he had tasted thereof, he would not drink, and they crucified him and parted his garments, casting lots. Now, there are many different scriptures in the Old Covenant that here are fulfilled, but there are also different parts of the of the Bible. For example, Psalm 69, here's another amazing one to me, is Psalm 69 and verse 20 and 21, which says, Reproach hath broken my heart. I'm full of heaviness. I looked for some to take pity, but there was none for, for comforters. I found none. They gave me also gall for my meat. In my thirst, they gave me vinegar to drink fulfilled in Matthew, and also in John 19 and verse 20 and 21. I'm hoping you're taking these scriptures down. So here in John chapter 19, beginning at verse 28, I should say, 28 to 30. I was giving another scripture from the Psalms. And after this, Jesus, knowing that all things were now accomplished, that the scripture might be fulfilled, saith, I thirst. There was set a, vers a vessel full of vinegar. They filled the sponge with vinegar, put it upon it, hyssop, and put it to his mouth. Now, you know, you, you see the, the fulfillment, the incredible accuracies of scripture. So powerful. And so many more. Uh, Psalm 22, 18, fulfilled in John 19, 23, for in, in fact, in 20, let me just read John since I'm there, then I'll go back to the, to the Psalms. In John 19, 23, it says, then the soldiers, when they crucified Jesus, took his garment, made four parts to every soldier apart, and now it says about the coat was without seams. They said, therefore, among themselves, let us not rend it, but cast lots for it whose it shall be, that the scripture might be fulfilled, which said, they parted my garment, my raiment among them, and for my virtue they did cast lots. And that is found in Psalm 22:18. So here we just saw the fulfillment of it. And here is the prophecy that says, they part my garments among them and cast lots upon my vesture. You know what, now again, what are the chances that such a scripture would be fulfilled 
written hundreds of years before the Lord came to earth. So many, many more. Here's Psalm 31, verse 5. Again, I'm hoping you're writing these down because someday I pray the Lord will use you to really show someone it's all in the Bible. Into thine hand I commit my spirit. Now this is Psalm 31, verse 5. Thou hast redeemed me, O Lord, God of truth. This is David writing it. And where do we see it fulfilled? In Luke 23, 46. Luke 23, verse 46. Here's the Lord speaking and saying, When Jesus had cried with a loud voice, he said, Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. And having said thus, he gave up the ghost. I'm really, you know, I'm probably more amazed than most people when I read these amazing portions of scripture. Um, for example, like Psalm 68 is another one that to me is quite amazing. And I'm just showing you some of them, not all of them. I'm not showing you every prophecy in the Psalms that the Lord fulfilled when he came. I'm just showing you only some of them. So here's one in Psalm 68, and I'm going to read verse 18 for you, and uh, 19. Thou hast ascended on high. Thou hast led captivity captive. Thou hast received gifts for men. Yea, for the rebellious also, that the Lord God might dwell among them. Blessed be the Lord who daily loadeth us with benefits, meaning the gifts, even the God of our salvation. And Paul talked about this. By the way, this is talking about the resurrection and ascension of the Lord. Thou hast ascended on high. Thou hast led captivity captive. Thou hast received gifts for men. And the fulfillment is in the book of Ephesians. But I'll go back and show you quickly the amazing scriptures of the resurrection. But look at Ephesians 4, for example, and we look at verse 7. But unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Wherefore he saith, that's in the Psalms I just read, Psalm 68, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive, meaning he set him free, and gave gifts unto men. Wow. And here's something so incredible. In Psalm 49, I'm, I'm going to show you some amazing scriptures now about the resurrection of the Lord. And verse 15 it says, but God, now this is David writing it, and we know he did not, you know, arise from the dead. Watch what it says. But God will redeem my soul from the power of the grave, for he shall receive me. Now that is the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, so beautifully, beautifully shown to us. Let me show you another one. That is just amazing. And in this scripture, we see 
the sufferings of the Lord, we see the resurrection of the Lord, and the ascension all in one portion. And that is in Psalm 71. And we're going to look at verse 20 and 21. Watch this. Thou which hath showed me great and sore troubles. Now that's the suffering of the Lord. Shall quicken me again. That's the resurrection. And shall bring me up again from the depths of the earth. So here we see the sufferings and resurrection of Jesus. In one verse, Psalm 71, verse 20. Thou which has showed me great and sore troubles, the sufferings of Jesus here, shall quicken me again and shall bring me up again from the depth of the earth. Now look at verse 21. Thou shall increase my greatness and comfort me on every side. That is his ascension. That is when he was glorified. So here you have in verse 20 and 21, the sufferings of the Lord, resurrection of the Lord, ascension of the Lord when he was glorified. You've shown me, you have shown me so troubles, sufferings. You will quicken me and bring me up again from the depth of the earth, resurrection. You will increase my greatness and comfort me and comfort me on, on every side his ascension. And again, I mean, who can miss Psalm 16, which is the portion that Peter spoke about in the book of Acts when he was preaching on the day of Pentecost. I have set the Lord, I'm reading verse 8, Psalm 16, verse 8 through verse 11. I've set the Lord always before me. Because he is at my right hand, I shall not be moved. Therefore my heart is glad, and my glory rejoiceth. My flesh also shall rest in hope, for thou wilt not leave my soul in hell. Neither wilt thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption. That's his resurrection. Thou wilt show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. Can I take you quickly before, and, and, and uh, I'm, I'm going to go through Isaiah with you tomorrow, but I want to show you something that is, to me, one of the most incredible portions about the life of Jesus. That's in Isaiah 49. And, and, I'm going to kind of read quite a bit of this chapter right now to you and show you Jesus in a powerful way. Listen, O isles, unto me, and hearken you people from afar. The Lord has called me from the womb. Now, here's the Lord's life. The Lord has come from the womb, from the bowels of my mother, had he made mention of my name. Remember when the angel Gabriel visited Mary and said, call his name Jesus. Here it is in Isaiah 49, verse 1. And then in verse 2, he hath made my mouth like a sharp sword. In the shadow of his hand hath he hid me and made me a polished 
shaft, in his quiver hath he hid me, and said unto me, Thou art my servant, O Israel. Now this is not about the nation of Israel. This is about the Lord Jesus, the Messiah, and I'll prove it to you. Watch this. Let's keep reading. Thou art my servant, O Israel, in whom I will be glorified. Now, verse 4. Then I said, I have labored in vain. I've spent my strength for naught and in vain. Yet surely my judgment is with the Lord and my work with my God. Meaning that Israel did not receive the Lord, did not accept him when he came first. So the prophet said, it looks like my labor is in vain. I've spent my strength for nothing. But then it says, but now, verse 5, watch this. And now saith the Lord that formed me from the womb to be his servant, to bring Jacob again to him. So this is talking all about the Messiah. To bring Jacob back to him. Though Israel be not gathered, yet shall I be glorious. Sorry, yet shall I be glorious in the eyes of the Lord, and my God shall be my strength. So even though Israel was not gathered to the Messiah when he came the first time, yet he, the Lord, will be glorious in the eyes of God. And he said in verse 6, Is it now God the Father is speaking to the Son? He said, Is it a light thing that you should be my servant? to raise up the tribes of Jacob. So he's not talking about, you know, to Israel. He's talking about Israel, to the, to, to the Messiah. Is it a light thing that you should be my servant, to raise up the tribes of Jacob, to restore the preserved of Israel? I will also give you. Not only will you restore and preserve Israel, you will also, I will also give you as a light to the Gentiles that you may be my salvation to the ends of the earth. Now, this is the Lord here in Isaiah 49. Thus saith the Lord, the Redeemer of Israel, and his Holy One, to him whom men have despised, whom the nation abhorred or abhorreth. He was despised, wasn't he? He was rejected. To a servant of rulers, Kings will see and arise. Princes will worship because of the Lord that is faithful and the Holy One of Israel. He, and he will choose you, meaning the Messiah. Thus saith the Lord, in an acceptable time have I heard you. In a day of salvation have I helped you. This is all talking to the Lord, the Father talking to the Son. And I will preserve you and give you for a covenant of the people to establish the earth, to cause, to inherit the desolate heritages that you may say to the prisoners, go forth. To them that are in darkness, show yourselves. This is incredible. They will feed in the ways and their pastors will be in all high places. They will not hunger or thirst. This is talking about now about the, the millennium. Neither shall the sun smite them, for he that hath mercy on them will lead them. Even by the springs of water will he guide them. Saints of God, I have been reading the Bible for many, many, many years. 
And I am more amazed by the amazing word of God. I will tell you this. Every time I read it, I, 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 I fall in love with, with the scriptures. Like, for example, when you read Isaiah 50, verse 2. Let me go back to verse 5. Sorry, Isaiah 50, verse 5 and 6, I should say. The Lord God has opened my ear. I was not rebellious, neither turned away my back. I gave my back to the smiters. Those who struck me is what the Hebrew says. My cheeks to them that plucked off the hair. I hid not my face from shame and spitting. For the Lord God will help me. Therefore shall I not be confounded. Therefore have I set my face like a flint, and I know I shall not be ashamed. These messianic prophecies in the Old Testament, hundreds of them, 332, which was just about when the Lord came to earth, there are hundreds more, I can't even read because of time, that have to do with his life, his glorification, his reign on the earth in the millennium and forever. It's all in his blessed word, the Old Testament. I would really encourage you to really know the Bible, to really get to know the word of God and see its fulfillment. Like I just showed you here in some cases what it fulfilled in the new, like uh, Psalm 16, verse 8 to 11, fulfilled in Luke 24 the resurrection, and, and so many other of these amazing scriptures. Tomorrow I'm going to show you a few more. I'm doing this really for only two days with you because I want to I wanna build in your heart, if you, do, if, you, if you don't have it yet, I want to build it, I believe God will do it, a divine desire, a divine desire to get to know God's word, a hunger to get to know the Bible in depth, I've been telling you for a long time now, how important it is to know the Word of God, to know His mind, to know His nature, to know His counsel, because this world will pass away, but the Word of God abides forever. And only those of us that are grounded in Scripture will survive the problems today and tomorrow, especially when the darkness is going to get much thicker than it is now. And you think it's dark now. It's going to get a lot darker. The world is going back to the days of the Second World War, and it's going to get worse than that, much worse than that. And only you and I that are grounded in Scripture, the Old Testament, and the New Testament, because some people say, well, it's Old Covenant. No, no, listen, listen. You and I cannot believe the new without the old. The old is the foundation for the new. How can you believe the Gospels without seeing the evidence in the Old Covenant, the prophecies of the Old Covenant, and their the fulfillment in the Gospels and in the new? So it's imperative to understand how, how, how powerful the Bible is 
how it changes your heart and your life as you read it. It's the only book that you cannot stop reading. You go back to it again and again and again. And I pray right now with all my heart, please lift up your hands and let's believe. Lord, I ask you with all of my heart to give that one listening and watching a divine hunger, Lord, a divine hunger to know you through your word, to know your nature through your word, to know your presence through your word, to know your power through your word, to know your depth through your word. And I pray, Lord, that you will establish them in your word. Quicken them through your word. Give them peace that will pass all understanding through your word. And Lord, I pray that that peace will never leave them. For it says in your wonderful word, great peace have they that love your law, and nothing will offend them. And Lord, now sow your word in our heart. Fill our heart with your word that we will not sin against you. For your word declares, I've hid your word in my heart that I will not sin against you. Keep us holy, Lord. Keep us clean. Keep us pure through your word cleanse us and keep us clean in Jesus name and God's people said amen and amen well you know it'll be a great thing for you to begin doing some research of old covenant prophecies and then look at their fulfillment in the new and it'll be amazing to you all right thank you for being with me and tomorrow we'll continue I pray this will be a real blessing to you both programs so please join me tomorrow and tell your friends about this and share this with, with people who need to hear this. And now it's time to give. It's time to say thank you, Lord, for your goodness. Thank you, Lord, for your blessings on my life. And remember, every time we give, not only do we worship him with our offering, we are telling him, Lord, I trust you that you're going to bless me financially and keep me blessed financially. Because every time we give, we give a part of ourselves, first of all. And every time we give, we're telling the Lord, Lord, I trust you. I trust you with my life in the natural. Not, not only do I trust you with my spiritual life and my, eternal, and my eternity, but I trust you with my natural life. That you'll take care of me here, Lord, while I'm on this planet. All will be well for me and my family financially. I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor is he begging for bread. I've told you about this and reminded you over and over. All you have to do is sow seed. It says in the morning, sow your seed. In the morning, don't hold back your hand because you don't know which seed will trigger the harvest. Ecclesiastes 11, verse 6. So let's, let's right now just believe God. Let's, let's, let's believe his word. Let's sow that seed in expectation and faith. Let's raise our level of faith right now and say, Lord, I'm going to give you a seed today from my heart. I'm going to thank you, Lord, with all my heart for taking care of me all these years, and you're going to keep taking care of me and my children and my grandchildren and great-grandchildren if you have any, okay? 
Because I don't. I'm sure you do, some of you. But you give right now. And God has promised. Look, there's going to be a lot of people in the future who will regret not giving today. Will regret not giving in this season, in this time in life. Because only the faithful will abound. Only the faithful will have what they need in the future. A faithful man will overflow with blessings. So let's do it. All right, you can give on the platform you're watching me on. You can go to our website, benihin.org, and upgrade it. We're actually upgrading it. and uh, Or you can text BHM45777. But the easiest, go to our website, benihin.org, and I'll see you tomorrow for another blessed program. I'm going to show you more Old Covenant scriptures. You know, I mean, I haven't done that in a while, but I just felt the time has come for me to do that. So much love. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Benny Hen Ministries has stayed on the cutting edge for the past five decades. The Lord made it clear that keeping and storing all archives and resources should be a top priority. Thus far, we've rescued and digitized 10,500 of the 13,437 tapes from the past half century. Pastor Benny's legacy, life's work, calling and anointing will be preserved for generations yet to come. Nearly 50 years ago, this great adventure known as Benny Hen Ministries began with one voice. Today, that one voice continues to be amplified over and over through every possible means. What happens next will be the greatest blessing of all. Isn't it wonderful what the Lord has done? And to Jesus be all the glory. I wanted to show you this beautiful report about the digitizing of thousands and thousands of hours already of the great meetings from the past. Because we want to keep them for our children, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren. So we need your help still. So thank you, thank you. I just wanted to show you that your money is doing the job. What you gave in the past is really making it happen. But let's keep doing it for the Lord, please. This is for His glory. Because now it can go to every nation on earth, in every language on earth, because of your help. All right. You can give right now on the platform you're watching me on. You can go to our website, benihim.org, or you can simply text BHM45777. So thank you for loving. Thank you for giving. And let's keep glorifying our wonderful Savior. Much love to you. Thanks again.